you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Tuesday, December 5th, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest, the Tuesday mainstay, the former number one overall pick, the Super Bowl champ. Please welcome back to the pod, David Carr. Thank you, Drew. Thank you very much. Hmm. Not one single clap of applause, listener, you'll notice. Ah, Full disclosure, this room is packed with people. I mean, it is stuffy in here with the humidity (laughs) of an overcrowded room, and yet nothing. Crickets, incredible. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. See, there they are. I told you it was crowded in here. And on today's show. It's uh, it's like my house. When I walk into a room, nothing happens. (laughs) Right? And I said, you know what? From now on, when we come in, when I come in, I need a yay dad and a round of applause. Nice. My five-year-old participated. Uh, Stephanie, in all truth, listener, Stephanie and I are the only ones in this room. So real quickly, um, (laughs) yay, Dad. Oh, yeah, there we go. Well done. Yeah, good stuff. Thank Thank you, you, Stephanie, for playing along. Uh, On today's show, what's wrong with the Chiefs offense, and is it fixable? And how is it possible that the Jets situation has officially devolved from unlucky (laughs) to unsteady to unmanageable to completely unglued and unhinged? (laughs) But first, this. Evan McPherson will try to end it from 48 yards away. He got it, and this game is over. One of the most entertaining games of the season. The final game of Week 13 proved what we already knew, that, of course, being nothing. We don't know anything (laughs) about the NFL this season, not starting players, not backups, not owners, not coaches, not referees, nothing. Consider that. Consider this, that with a win against the underdog and visiting Joe Burrow-less Bengals, Trevor Lawrence and the AFC South leading Jags would have ascended to the top seed in the AFC, the number one seed, offering the prized and enviable and 
hugely advantageous home field throughout the playoffs, a position they'd have kept as long as they kept winning. And so it should come as no surprise that the final score in Duval, in overtime, Bengals 34, Jags 31. Jake Browning finished the game 32 for 37, 354 yards and a touchdown, had a rushing touchdown too. Perhaps most impressive of all, Browning was 10 of 12 on third and fourth downs for 149 yards and a touchdown. And he led a Bengals offense to almost 500 total yards, 491 in all. Browning did throw a pick. He was sacked twice. Joe Mixon, 19 carries, 68 yards, two touchdowns. Jamar Chase, 11 receptions for 149 yards and a touchdown. On the other sideline, Trevor Lawrence was 22 for 29, 258, two touchdowns. Had a rushing touchdown as well. But, of course, he didn't finish the game after picking up a high ankle sprain on this play. Lawrence goes down. Ball came out, and Lawrence is grabbing at his leg. And he is in serious pain. No timetable yet on Trevor's return. C.J. Beathard will deputize in the interim. He went 9 for 10, incidentally, for 63 yards in relief last night. Travis Etienne, 11 carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown. Evan Engram led the eight Jags players who had at least one catch. Evan had nine catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. Jags fall to 8 and 4. Bengals improve to 6 and 6. David Carr, those are the stats. What is the story? I think well, the most interesting thing that happened with the Bengals was the timeout that Zach Taylor took right before the half to give Browning a chance to run a 20-second two-minute drive. I mean, that shows complete confidence in your guys. So I know the Bengals are kind of they're kind of out of it since Burrow is no longer there, but that was really interesting to me. That shows a ton of confidence in a kid that played lights out. So that's great. I mean, I'm saying that to say I don't want to get after the Jags too hard for losing this game. Because if Joe Burrow had done exactly what Browning did, we would we would have expected it. But that's a great job by him. A guy that's been around the league a long time. And even when he was talking, you could tell that he knew that this was his shot. And you hear Brady talk about it all the time. When Bledsoe came off the field and he was trying to fix his face mask, he knew when he was going out there that he had to make something of his opportunity. And so hats off to Browning for doing that. I think the Jags, on the other hand, are still a very good football team. Man, I, I really thought Trevor was going to be out for a lot, much longer. Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was high ankle sprain. The way that he tried to get up and then went back down, and then it was almost like, I mean, it looked like a broken leg. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was, it was a it fractured was yeah. you know, fibula First or some of all, such thing. how many golf carts are in Florida? And we can't get a golf cart for our, for our franchise quarterback. This he is was, Gallo's humor and laughter. I'm not laughing at the injured player no, or anybody around was, surrounding it, but it's a very good point, David. He was helped to the locker room on one leg. It's a 100-yard walk. Anyway. Let's get that fixed for next time <laughs> since he's going to be fine. But I think that they'll, they'll survive. I mean, CJ, he's played a lot of football. I remember watching him when he came out in the combine, and he looked like a guy that, that had his stuff together. He knew when to throw on time. So no surprise he goes in and was able to orchestrate the offense. He's not Trevor. He's not going to have the athletic ability and, and some of the playmaking ability that Trevor has, the experience in the, this offense. But I think they'll keep their head above water. I think they'll play good football. They'll survive for the next couple weeks until Trevor can come back. And then they probably won't be the first seed, you know, but they'll be a, a playoff team. I think that was their chance, right? I to assume yeah. that that position this uh, last night yeah, and then kind of hold on. Yeah, they missed it. Hold they on until uh, the but end of the season. Happens. Okay, I want to circle back on something you said, though, about the Bengals, because you casually threw out that they're probably done in the absence of Joe Burrow. And yet this is a team that is, okay, they are the 11th seed in the AFC, but at 6-6, six and six, they are only one game out of the playoff picture. And if you look at their remaining games, 
they do play the Colts next, but it's mm-hmm. at home. Then it's the Minnesota Vikings, also at home. Mm-hmm. Then it's away to play the Steelers, and then away to play the Chiefs, then back home to play the Browns. Now, I see a potential four out of five wins there. I think yeah. they beat the Steelers. I think they beat the Vikings. Yeah, I think they beat the, the Colts. Yep. And I think they beat the Browns if the team that we saw last night. Yeah, for That's sure. all predicated upon that. If the team we saw last night shows up, they could, in theory, win four of those five games, finish the season 10-7, and seven, and would actually be in the conversation for a playoff spot. Yes, with the other JB, Jake Browning at quarterback. Look, if, if Jake is going to play the way that he did the other night, then absolutely they have the ability to not just win four or five, they run the table. Um, because this is the same Bengals team for the last couple of years. They've had everybody's number. They've, they've had Kansas City's number. They, yep. They're an excellent football team. I mean, you just still look at some of the playmakers they have on this team. I mean, they, ha- they are loaded. They are, ready for, they are ready for a Super Bowl run, minus their quarterback not being there. Now, I know they, 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 Jesse Bates no longer there. Like, some of the elements in the back end, maybe that's the reason that Jacksonville was able to do some of the things that they did. So there's that, but they're still a very good football team. So there's no reason that they can't go beat a Kenny Pickett-less Steelers football team, go beat the Chiefs again if Jake's going to play the way he right. did. So I think that, you know, that's, a Deshaun that's, Watson-less yeah, Browns team. So. I mean, the less so. the suffix is is <laughs> there's because, a lot of you know there's yeah. a lot of them out yep. there. Thank you for that. Next up for the Bengals, as I mentioned, Colts <laughs> in Cincinnati. Next up for the Jags, the Browns in Cleveland. Next up for us, the theory of devolution. Stay right there. NFL Total Access, the podcast, coming right back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag-A-Job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with David Carr. And the next topic is the theory of devolution. Now, of course, you know the theory of evolution basically states that organisms evolve over generations through the inheritance of physical or behavioral traits. The theory of devolution states that NFL franchises devolve over the course of a given season through the inheritance of physical misfortune and behavioral immaturity. That applies most recently to the New York Jets. David Carr, gangrene has been hit with misfortune, as we all know, at the quarterback position with regards to Aaron Rodgers' injury. Four plays into the season. Terrible luck. But a recent report suggests that Zach Wilson is reluctant to reassume the role of starting quarterback. The Athletics, Zach Rosenblatt, Diana Rossini, and Jeff Howe reporting that, quote, the New York Jets are prepared to make another switch at quarterback, but their top choice is reluctant to take on the job. The team is leaning toward turning back to Zach Wilson to start, but he is hesitant to step back into the role, multiple team sources said Monday, end quote. Now, Robert Sala addressed the report, saying that Zach Wilson wouldn't be here if he didn't want to play. Aaron Rodgers was pissed, uh, told Pat McAfee repeatedly that he, quote, loves Zach Wilson. He went on to say about the report, quote, I have a real hard time with that. You're basically saying that this kid is quitting on the team and doesn't want to play and is giving the middle finger to the organization, end quote. David Carr, reluctant to me sounds descriptive, not damning. And if there is any truth to it, I would argue that Zach Wilson's character isn't being assassinated, as Aaron Rodgers uh, said on Pat McAfee. It's not being assassinated in the press, merely tested within the Jets organization. I guess question number one for me to you, David Carr, how concerned are you about this current Jets drama? Yeah, it's very concerning because so there's this interesting little uh, thing that happened on the sideline a couple weeks ago with Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson on the bench, with their hand up, kind of whispering back and forth as they're getting just destroyed. And I thought, that's interesting. Because on the surface, you would say that Zach has been struggling so much that Garrett Wilson and Zach should not be even speaking, right? They shouldn't be on speaking terms. And, and so I started to like watch <laughs> they that. Should be, they should be mortal enemies yeah, wearing the same that's uniform. That's in the nature of the game. Is, right, right, that's just right, what happens, right, over in, in, a, in a situation that and they yet, find themselves in. And yet, you saw a moment of commiseration. Yeah, it was really interesting. And then this came out, and I thought, this is probably a crazy conspiracy theory, but having played quarterback on bad teams, on good teams, I know how these things work. And I, I think there's a little bit to that story. And I think that it's that Zach believes that maybe Nathaniel Hackett in this offensive system just can't quite cut it. And he doesn't want to go back out there. That he's being set up to fail. Right. It's maybe like a wild theory, but just based on what I've seen from the sideline and kind of pieced together and what we know of this offense and what it was going to be like with Aaron and then how it was kind of stripped down and then recreated throughout the season, as we've talked about. Um, 
If I was Zach, I would probably feel like that. I don't think I want to go back out there. I know it's crazy to say as a competitor, but at the same time, I mean, think about what Zach has gone through it with that team. You know, from being the guy to not being the guy, Aaron comes in, they give Aaron this, they just roll out the red carpet for him and give him this offense with all these moving parts. And then Zach goes back in and it's all stripped down and taken away. And it's like, well, am I being put in a position to succeed here? There's a lot of elements to that. And I can't even begin to scratch the surface of it, except for to tell you that there's probably something to the report. It doesn't sound crazy. You said it sounds crazy as a competitor to say this. It doesn't really sound crazy as a competitor because we have to remember, listener, that these players are all competitors. David Carr, you too. Uh, all gladiators, but yet also all human beings. David, would it ever be appropriate for a player to refuse or balk at a coach's request to I've suit up and play. I've seen it happen. Well, uh, ex uh, tell I've me the seen, story. I've seen receivers turn down going back in the game. I've seen defensive players say, I'm not going back in in certain what, situations. What, in a moment in of games. petulance, in a moment of self protection, in a moment of defiance? Well, we got Both, all, all of the above. All of the above. Yeah, different scenarios. It's not a crazy thing. Like for us to sit here and pretend like that's the first time this has ever happened, right. that's kind of crazy. You know, maybe the first time that we've had reports of it happening as soon as it did happen. Um, usually that's just like an internal thing. Guys will talk to their position coach. I'm not going in this scenario or put me back in. Like <laughs> right. they, they both happen. Right. Like both of those things happen. Um, players have a lot more say than people think that they do, especially, you know, star players. Or now guys quarterback position. I think the, I think the anecdote or at least the anecdotes that you're, that you're hinting at, I wouldn't ask you to name names. Those become easier to metabolize if they are position players a quarterback does feel different. It is, it is different. Yeah. The ripple effects are much bigger. In fact, it's not ripples at all. They're massive waves. Uh, at the quarterback position, is this appropriate, if true, the reluctance to go back in? I guess you've no. already answered well, it because as a human being, you, you at least can understand maybe where this could come from. I think that there's a lot more to it. If that That's not just something that Zach just says when approached on the sidelines. Yes. You know, well, I'm not going to go in. Like that that for a position player, yes. But for a quarterback, there's so many different – this thing goes way deeper. Yeah. This is like the tip of the iceberg, you know, if it is – if there are if there is truth to that. So that would be even more concerning than the <laughs> the turmoil and the the mess they find themselves in the quarterback room because now that's just to a whole nother level of mess. That's incompetence. That's like – that's really saying to Nathaniel Hackett what Sean Payton said about Nathaniel Hackett. If a quarterback is unwilling, I would go right now with a bad hip. If Robert Sala asked me to play quarterback for the Jets, let's do it. Just based on his ability to inspire and motivate? Yeah. You got players. You know, you know him quite well. Make it happen, you know? So for Zach to say that, that I think that talks more to maybe his relationship with Nathaniel and what they've, been, what they've given Zach to succeed with and, and how he feels that he has maybe not been given what he needs to succeed. The truth will out, as Shakespeare yeah. said, it always does. And we'll find out what that truth looks like over the next five weeks. The Jets next final five games, Texans, Dolphins, Commanders, Browns, and Patriots. Certainly some games where you can put some good results on the board, where you can get a win or two or three potentially maybe even four from that group if you really look closely at it and when you consider the context in which these teams will be playing those games but of course the first job Texans at MetLife difficult to play a hot team uh, with a lot on the line uh, trending in the right direction a Houston Texans team but of course a defense like the Jets have 
are, are quite capable of confusing yeah. a rookie quarterback, no matter how well C.J. Stroud is playing, and giving any quarterback, whether it's Zach Wilson or Trevor Simeon, an opportunity to, to go win a football game. Robert, I kind of hope to see Zach out there. Yeah, I, I hope he does go. I hope he does go back out there, and I hope that the reports are – I mean, even there's some truth to him. I hope they work it out and find out that Zach is probably their best option at quarterback. And I think that Robert, I think that he has – he's uniquely qualified to shut down the Texans' offense. I mean, he knows this offense as good as anyone. He, he, was, he was in the same building as their offensive coordinator in Houston so for, for several years. So I think, you know, Bobby Slowick and, and Robert have a history. That offense is, is something that you can get after if you have some ability on the back end and can push the line of scrimmage. Tank's not going to play. I was just about to ask you. It's a big difference. A bunch of uh, injuries came out this week. Obviously, the injury to you know starting quarterbacks like Trevor Lawrence jump off the page. But I yep. should think that the Tank Dell injury <clears throat> actually has a huge effect on the potential uh, change of trajectory for a team like the Houston Texans. It does. And I felt bad for them when I saw that happen because he was uh, becoming a guy that I would – when I would watch Tank in that offense, I saw – I saw kind of what Tyreek is to Miami. They use him that way. And they, they use him in speed situations, in double move routes. And he's, he's a guy that attracts a lot of attention, especially for a young player. And CJ is going to be able to elevate above that just because he's, he's been playing well enough to overcome one guy. But it's going to damage their, their offense. It's not, I mean, it's not a secret that, that that guy is their main weapon. When you watch them put their offense together, it's a round tank, you know. Um, so he's, he's that's gonna they're gonna struggle because of that. So you roll now into MetLife against a team that now has to listen to the fact that their quarterback might not want to be on the field. I mean that's all the that's all the juice you need to go out there and beat the Texans. Let's see what you're all about. That might as well be the yeah. the slogan for the entire NFL every season. Let's see what you're all about. We're gonna see what the Texans are all about on the road in a hostile That's environment right. against a championship defense, as Michael Robinson and you have called it, in this Jets defense. We're going to see what Zach Wilson and Robert Sala and Nathaniel Hackett and this Jets team is all about in the face of their newest drama, their newest crisis, or at least reported crisis, that Zach Wilson is reluctant to assume the reins of the horse once again. I, for one, hope that he does take the reins and uh, rides it out there on Sunday. We'll see what... We'll see what you're all about, Zach Wilson. I hope you're all about a win. Let's see it happen. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with the Super Bowl champion, the former number one overall pick, David Carr. And the final topic today is called The Car Shop. The once finely tuned engine of the Kansas City Chiefs is sounding a little weird, David. It's acting a little <laughs> clunky. Just not the same get up and go as we're used to from this vehicle. So we're pulling it into the car shop Perfect. for a tune up. David Carr, uh, Mr. Mechanic, what is wrong with this Chiefs offense? Is it fixable? And if so, what do you do about it? I think on the surface is pretty obvious, and the casual fan can see that they lead the league in drops. They have a lot of drops at their receiver position. They're trying to find a guy opposite Travis um, to be a complement to this offense. Um, they've they've started to find something, throwing the ball quick and getting on the perimeter and kind of using some run after the catch. But you, that's not going to be the answer. I think when you look at this group, we've we've now tried the experiment of let's spread it out and let Pat kind of decipher the defense and make plays. His guys aren't making plays for him. The strength of your offense right now is Pacheco. You know, even you watch them last you know, the other night when they're playing, and even in like a normal two-minute situation, they're handing the ball off. Yeah, and I think that says a lot. So I think that when you when you so start what's the to, answer? You lean on that a I little think bit. You lean on that, and I think that their strength is going to be a, a heavier package, more utilization of two tight ends, tight end, two or three tight ends. You know, use. Travis, right? Use a couple of those other guys, and just and just be, be a little bit different. And Andy's fully capable of that. I think they miss Eric Bieniemy a little bit, honestly. Um, and Mike Rob says it even better. I mean, scheme wise, yes, but I think just to be able to get on some of those guys. But I think the yeah, Eric has kind of a famous, maybe infamous way of getting in the face of his players and really motivating well, them kind of to, to, find, with Andy to find no excuses yeah. and damn it, do your job. Right. And Andy Reid and him were kind of good cop, bad cop. Not everybody responds to that, no, that brand of leadership. Especially, yeah, you have to find out. Like, I'm sure Tyreek Hill responds well to that. He clearly had a lot of success there. And yeah. some guys that were there that are veteran guys understand what Eric is doing. He's trying to get them to play better football. Some of the younger guys haven't responded so well without him. So, so they think, may be missing the fire, that accountability factor that a yeah. guy like an Eric Bieniemy brings. Um, but they're also dropping a lot of balls. Is the responsibility for that shared between wide receiver and quarterback? Does Patrick Mahomes have to hold a hand up and take some accountability for what's happening? I don't give Pat any 
responsibility for the drops. Unfortunately, like he's I hitting think guys in the hands. He's isn't hitting he? them, man. Like he's still playing really good football. Um, he's doing everything he can. I I mentioned it earlier when we were talking in our meeting uh, for TA. I was watching like a third and long that they had, and they're dropping eight. And they essentially have two guys running down the sideline and Kelsey working the middle on five guys. And he still made a play. He stepped up in the pocket, was about to cross the line, hit a little jump pass over the linebackers before the safety. First down. Like, what else do you want from So maybe, uh, I mean, that doesn't sound like a particularly sophisticated or nuanced <laughs> the, concept. In ran, fact, it almost sounds like there's no concept at all. Am no I onto something? There's no concept at all. Like, I don't even, in my scenario, my personally, I would have just checked it down and we're punting. But Pat makes a hero play that no one else on this planet makes. Maybe Josh Allen tries to make it, but he's trying. He's willing this team. Like, he's like, let's go, guys. Like, jump on and let's go. And, like, just make the plays when I when I present the football but to you. But jump passes in the face of <laughs> oncoming pressure, uh, that's not a sustainable no, sort not. of recipe like for long-term before, success. Right? So what is the answer? How do you – they have dropped to the four seed in the AFC, still leading the division, of course, the AFC West, uh, and probably on track to win that AFC yeah. West. I have no, uh, no yeah, concerns about that yeah. if you're a Chiefs fan. However, you are concerned about the possibility of having to do what other mere mortals have had to do all these years, and that's – Take travel, to the road, travel kid. In travel in the playoffs. Go yeah. prove it somewhere else in a hostile environment in somebody else's bad That's weather right. situation. Uh, we're going to see. We talked about it before. What are you made of? We're going to see yeah. what this Chiefs team is made of in the weeks to come. But to give them the best chance, what's the one or two adjustments that you would make, yeah. uh, Mr. Carr? Yeah, so we know what's wrong with them, right? But So we kind of hinted at what's right is Pacheco running the football. And I think that so it's interesting when, when you watch teams and, and they start to they'll, they'll play a team that, that beats them, right? So you look at Green Bay. How did Green Bay beat them? And I we went back and watched that because I'm doing some stuff for Jordan Love. And like I'm like, Andy Reid's going to steal this stuff. Like they're gonna, they, they were in multiple tight end sets. They're play action passing. And Jordan's just got – he's got completion after completion, wide open guys. And it's off the run game. And I'm like, there it is, Andy. It's right there, man. Like you just played them. They just beat you. I guarantee you that stuff is going to be in there next week. Interesting. That it's just going to happen. Viewer's guide to weeks 14 and 15 and 16 going forward to see how Andy Reid commits an act of totally legal larceny and rip off uh, Matt LaFleur's Packers offense. Yeah, for sure. 100%. So lean on the run and play action pass. pass. And then you can be as creative as you always were. Yeah, there is an element of surprise that's missing with this Chiefs offense. How do you kind of reintroduce that? I think you can do it in this scenario. Like, this is what Kyle is so good at Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco he'll get in these sets like these base personnel sets these heavy tight end sets even use use check as a fullback and they'll play action pass but then they'll sneak the tight end up down and you can use Travis as a decoy and all that stuff I mean that's what's so nice about it is you have other guys that can make plays but that's what I would start to really lean on and then you get in third down crunch time scenarios yeah of course Pat's going to make his plays and he's going to do what he does but I think that first and second down offense needs to be heavy run and play action and just a little bit different because we've seen Pat go under center for the first time this year more than any other time I can remember him playing quarterback. Probably he can remember since he was, well, ever. And I think that's where you start to utilize some of that stuff and, and break it out of the old playbook in the West Coast when you were at Green Bay with our boy Mooch. Like, just use some of that stuff. And it'll catch some teams by surprise, but I, I think that they'll move the football better. 
Next up for the Chiefs, a home date. Uh, the visiting team, the Buffalo Bills, a desperate uh, and still very dangerous Buffalo Bills team. Very quickly, yeah. 30 seconds on this game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills-Chiefs game ends how. I think this is going to be a, a really good game. I think the Bills feel like they have a ton of confidence just based on how they played over the last couple weeks. Haven't had the success that they've wanted, but I think they just feel different. Josh Allen is playing excellent football. I mean, he had the one turnover last week, but it was like, I mean, that's just one play. Everything else was near perfection. And Pat, I think coming off this loss, I mean, they're going to play excellent football. They're going to dig into some of the stuff maybe they saw against Green Bay. Pacheco's going to get a lot of carries. They'll look a little bit different. I really believe that offensively because they have to. It's that time now where they feel like there's a little bit of pressure on them. So this is like all the makings of like Buffalo doesn't really know what Kansas City is going to come out and do. Right. And Buffalo is feeling really good on the offensive side. Defensively for Kansas City, there were some leaky, there were some leaky scenarios there. So Spagnola is going to be dialed in. It's going to be a great game. Uh, the light in David Carr's eyes. Listener. Let great. me report back as much as you may believe that it's the Eagles and Cowboys. That's the game of the week. And it may be yeah, the game sure. of the week. It's certainly a game that we shouldn't miss. Do not sleep on the yeah, Bills and Chiefs in KC. Two teams that are desperate to prove a lot to themselves and to the teams around them in the AFC. Bills, Chiefs, look for it. David Carr, thank you so much for joining course, us today. Man. Can't wait. I want to invite the listener to join us tomorrow when David Carr will be back in the chair. First thing, bright and early, cock-a-doodle, do a clock. Uh, when he will answer 14 questions in advance of week 14. 14 for 14. That's right, ESPN has 30 for 30. We don't have the budget. We're 14 for 14. <laughs> One of the questions that I will ask David, inspired by something he said earlier today, is the following. Is Marcus Mariota a better option right now than Jalen Hurts oh, in Philly? Not a misprint. Not kidding. That's tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked. Game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco Cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked. Your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart.